It's This Week in Bourbon, and happy belated Bourbon Day. And here's your headlines for June 16th, 2023. The U.S. Supreme Court sides with Jack Daniels in the dog toy dispute. There's a new whiskey documentary, and it's now available called Fire, Water, and Grain, The Story of Empire Rye. And Buffalo Trace launches Daniel Weller, an experimental line exploring different strains of wheat. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. And they're off for another Get 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at give270.org. Charitable gaming license ORG 000273. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or thebourbonconcierge.com. And you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. Hey everybody, happy belated Bourbon Day. Even though when we're recording this, it is Bourbon Day, National Bourbon Day. I guess there's a holiday for everything though. Yeah, it's probably like National Vodka Day on Thursday before. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like always something. I mean, I I but honestly think there is. Happy belated. Bourbon yeah, day, I, I think there is an old fashioned day. So they're literally making something for everybody. It all started with Valentine's Day. I remember. Day. Yeah. And like a lot. Yeah, I know. We always need holidays to stimulate the economy. You know, just always have something to buy something. Uh, you're very, very true. I mean, I, I'm very bad about this because if you've noticed I think pretty much everybody on Instagram plus every brand that's out there, they've had some sort of National Bourbon Day post. Uh, yet I haven't done a single one because I can't stay ahead of this stuff. I felt like we already had like a National Whiskey Day or something already this year, but I don't know. Or maybe in like something in May, like important, like when bourbon became a Congress category or something. I don't know. I feel like there's always something. Yeah, we should probably know that the same thing with Bottled and Bond Day and all that sort of stuff. It's in my calendar. I do I do put it in my calendar. So I, from the lack of not being prepared, I did have it in there and I did see it was National Bourbon Day, but we've got 42 million things going on. And so therefore I didn't create a post. 
Well, September's more easily to remember because it's a whole month. It's like Bourbon <laughs> Heritage true. Month. So it's true. <clears throat> so that's much easier yeah. for us. Well, why do we need a whole? Why do we need a day in the middle of June when we've got a whole month for it? Yeah, and then you follow it up with Repeal Day in December. <laughs> yeah, there, we got opportunities. There we go. We got plenty of opportunities to celebrate. Or how about it's just Saturday and I want to drink bourbon? Go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead and put that in the calendar too. That's right. Uh, so let's talk about some upcoming stuff. I know there is that the emails have been going out. The tickets are starting to sell. And Ryan, talk about the Bardstown Bourbon Dinner because there is a there's a special collaboration release that's coming out. I think we should probably go ahead and drop the bomb now. Yeah, super excited about this. And this will kind of give people an idea how long things take in this industry because Dan Calloway and I did this project exactly like one year ago <laughs> to the date. And uh, it took a year for our blend to that we worked together on, put together. And now it's finally coming out. I'm super excited. Uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company is going to be hosting a distilled dinner series where they're going to be revealing the collaboration I did with Dan uh, and then also their Discovery 10 and then the, uh, gosh, what is the Chateau or something Chateau than Doisy Dane, maybe, is how you say it? Doisy Dane, yeah. That sounds fancier than blend with Ryan's. <laughs> but I promise the flavor of ours will just be as good. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited. This was a fun one. Uh Picks a lot of interesting flavors. Dan and I did this together. Uh, did a lot of this blind. We had the whole library of Bartstown Bourbon Company's whiskey portfolio, which was fun to taste through and put together. So uh, I think this dinner will be awesome. Chef Stu's a great chef. Going to have some cool uh, pairings and whatnot. So if you're interested, uh, check out Bartstown Bourbon Company's Instagram page. I think in their story, uh, not in their story, their uh account they have a link in the bio or whatever they people say link in bio yep <laughs> and, you can go there and then or the, you can go to eventbrite and search for it it's just called the distilled dinner series this is gonna be happening on thursday june 29th at 6 30 p.m and i believe ryan you'll be there in person as well won't you i will yes i will be there so i can answer any questions talk about the process that we went through and whatnot so yeah it should be a fun night and Unfortunately, you can't make it because you will be in Frankfurt. I will right? be. I'll be doing my own Frankfurt Bourbon Society presentation that'll be happening on that. So thank you for for queuing that one up. But I'm also, let's give people some visualization about what it looks like because I'm looking at it right now and I know I've seen the bottle in person and, and tasted it as well, but it is Bardstown Bourbon Company. It has our name underneath on the front label, but on the back behind the glass, when you're looking through it, you can actually see our logo. So it's actually a pretty cool package design as well. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And I think you said when the bottle came, you go, I don't think I ever gave him permission to use our logo. I was like, Kenny, <laughs> it's a collaboration with us. What are you? <laughs> I know you were kidding, but uh, yeah, this I is. I didn't sign off on this. Super ex yeah, good. I know. This is super exciting for us and uh, can't be grateful enough to the team there at Bartstown. You know, we've done a lot of things together here, you know, in the past few years. So it's just really, it, I can't be grateful enough for the opportunity to work with Dan and the team there. And uh, they've been great to us. So hopefully people enjoy this expression and have fun at the dinner. And I, I think you will. So for sure. Yeah, that's all I got. Other updates to kind of talk about is that if you're looking to try any, some of our Pursuit Spirits stuff, and are, of course, most notably Pursuit United, we are going to have our Colorado ambassadors in Denver that'll be at the Whiskey and Donut Festival, 
That'll be on June 17th. So if you're looking for something to do this weekend, I mean, that's the coolest whiskey festival I've ever heard of, of pairing donuts and whiskeys together. So make sure you go and check that out. And then on moving into July, so July 8th, there'll be Whiskeys of the World in Nashville. So we'll have our team there as well. And the only one I'll put even further out in July that if you happen to be in the San Antonio area and you also happen to be a package retailer in the state of Texas, I will be at the Texas Package Stores Association trade show that'll be happening on Sunday, July 30th. Wow. Got jam-packed. It just seems like it. Summer's supposed to be a slow time bourbon, not for us though. Yeah. It, the marketing never ends, my friend. It never stops. Every day feels like a race and I just never catch up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was funny. I was actually going and I got my hair cut today, but on the way there, I'm sitting here. It does look yeah, good. I appreciate it. You know, it's, you know, people in the listening world can't see it, but I was on the way there and I, you know, you, you, you sit down with your the person who does your hair, you end up just talking and talking and talking. I just was kind of thinking of like, all right, what what's going to happen? And the whole time I'm thinking to myself, was like, man, I'm tired. I I want some free time back into myself, but I know we've got like three more years of this, of just kicking our butts for every single week until hopefully uh, it starts trending everything in the right direction. Yeah, there's not enough vacation time to recover from the bourbon industry. That's true. Because <laughs> even, even on vacation, it just keeps on going. And it keeps piling up. That's how it works. That's right. All right, let's go ahead and start diving into the news. Enough about us and our woes. Everything's going great. I don't want to say we're it's not. We're having a great time doing this. But, of course, make sure you go check out PursuitSpirits.com if you want to help support a small little dream of some podcasters going into bourbon full time. We really, we really appreciate it. Yeah, I think Kenny's just tired. So am I coming off Pursuit Palooza. So I want to give a shout out to everyone that came in town. It was a great event. Epic weekend. Around 110-ish folks came and partied and left. So, you know, it was it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you said something. I totally forgot to say something about that as well. I'm about 90 to 95% recovered. I, I know I think tomorrow I'll be recovered because maybe I can get up and work out. But every day I've woken up at 7.30 just going i can't move i don't want to get out of bed <laughs> snooze button snooze exactly <laughs> yeah it was a, it was a fantastic weekend uh jam-packed with stuff and i'm sure if you saw our instagram you would have seen why so let's talk bourbon news so ken lewis of new riff has announced his upcoming retirement and this was an american whiskey magazine and if you want to learn more about Ken, his story and everything like that, go back and listen to the episode he was on with Bourbon Pursuit on episode 223. It was one of the most enlightening and, and uh, like down-to-earth discussions I'd had in a long time. But before looking at where New Riff is going, it's important to understand where it's been and to celebrate Lewis's achievements. His spirited story began back in 1972 when he operated a traditional small liquor store. And it was there that he learned the basics of the business while also gaining what he deemed as, quote, a street degree in people studies. Mimicking the style of the big box stores at the time, Lewis opened Liquor Outlet in a different part of Louisville, Kentucky. He would try to buy only, quote, on-deal products and took approximately half the normal industry markup, effectively creating Kentucky's first discount liquor store. And Lewis explains, I saw an opportunity in northern Kentucky, immediately adjacent to Cincinnati since at the time, Ohio still had state stores known for being high-priced with little selection, as well as indifferent state employees, low service levels, and a throwback to the battle days of lazy, unpleasant liquor retailing. He said, I went all in, 
built a 50,000 square foot beautiful store on the border with Ohio at the first interstate exit and maxed out my concept, changing the name from liquor outlets to the party source. In the years that have followed, Lewis continued to work through the legislature, along with Kentucky Distillers Association, to modernize laws that govern the industry and, in turn, improve bourbon tourism for everyone's benefit. And when it comes to his leadership style at his latest venture of New Rift Distillery, this is something Lewis has toned into a fine crafter of the years. He keeps it down to a few simple concepts. Hire the best people, give them a clear mission, provide them with the best tools, and then get out of their way. So what's in store for New Rift now that he's stepping down? Well, positive company, positive company culture and retaining it is clearly a driving factor for him and the new leadership at New Riff. He says that, quote, I'm an entrepreneur and I think there's something different in skill sets that need to take it forward for the next 20 years or so. My daughter's in the business and we have two other employees who are the current and have been with us a long time. And one of them is an original employee. So going forward, Molly Lewis will be the incoming president and is currently the sales director for New Rift Distilling. Man, that's awesome. He's uh as you said, great guy, brilliant mindset. I love those core values. He was just saying, you know, that was a, I, I totally agree with his methodology and business. That's a, he's in the party source. I mean, that place is awesome. That's what a cool concept. If you've ever been there, it's like on a Saturday. I mean, it's like, it's like people come from all over to just see that place. It's, it's a fascinating site for sure. Yeah. You had one of the best tastings ever of all time there you sold like 40 <laughs> bottles or something like that yeah it was wild man it was i felt like cool that day. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane how many people come through that store on a weekend it's really nice yeah but make sure you go and check out that old podcast that there was more of an in-depth about how he basically took the party source turned it into a profit sharing center between the employees so they had stake into it then he kind of took his money that he had built off of it. And then, you know, cause he had built or sorry, he had bought all those MGP barrels over time, launched OKI and then sold off OKI and then all this other kind of stuff. And that's really where new Rift began. And, and now he's got something that he can, can just continue down this path of, uh, you know, handing things to the family. I guess that's the best way to say it. Yeah. What he's, everything he's built is turned gold. So, I mean, can you come consult for us? Or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they just said the, the core principles about hire the best people, give them the tools and get out of their way. But we have to have money to hire people. That's that's part one we're missing. Yeah. Can you co-sign for us? <laughs> no, but no, incredible uh, tenure and everything he's done. And I'm sure it's in good hands with Molly. She seems you know very sharp and knows what she's doing in the industry. So excited for the future of Nuver. If what they've done in just a short amount of time has been uh, nothing short of incredible. So absolutely. Hopefully it continues yep. on. Well, congratulations on your retirement, Ken. Hopefully you hear this and we're wishing you all the best. Yep. So the U S Supreme court on Thursday, I say last Thursday, they gave a boost to Jack Daniels in its trademark dispute with a dog accessory company that sold a parody chew toy resembling the distiller's widely recognized black whiskey bottle sorry, black label whiskey bottle. The nine to zero decision authored by liberal justice Elena Kagan threw out a lower court's ruling that the pun laden bad spaniels vinyl chew toy sold by VIP products is quote, an expressive work protected by the US Constitution's First Amendment. This dispute pitted the whiskey brand's trademark rights against legal protections for creative expression. And in this case, a send up by Phoenix based VIP products of Jack Daniels old number seven Tennessee whiskey bottle featuring chemical dog poop themed changes like a label reading the old number two on your Tennessee carpet. 
The lower courts had ruled in favor of VIP products after applying what's called the Rogers test, which has allowed artists to lawfully use another's trademark when doing so when it has artistic relevance to their re, sorry relevance to their work and would not explicitly mislead consumers about its source. The test was crafted in a 1989 decision by the New York-based Second U.S. U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in a case brought by Hollywood legend Ginger Rogers. The actress, the actress, unsuccessfully sued to block the 1986 film *Ginger and Fred* from director Federico Fellini that referred to her famed dance partnership with actor Fred Astaire. Kagan wrote that the Ninth Circuit erred in applying the Rogers test in this case, concluding that, quote, it is not appropriate when the accused infringer has used a trademark to designate the source of its own goods. In other words, he used a, sorry, it was used as a trademark as a trademark. That kind of use falls within the heartland of trademark law and does not receive special First Amendment protection. Wow. Well. Sorry, Dog Toys. <laughs> I, I guess that just goes to show you that it's not Sazerac that'll come and sue you. But I don't know. You, you look at this and it's kind of like, oh, it's fun. It's playful. But I don't know about you, Ryan. I've gone to other, uh, I guess you could say like puppy paloozas that have been around here in Louisville where you kind of go and people bring their dogs and there's little merchants and all this other kind of stuff. And I have seen other kind of like, quote, like ripoffs of bourbon brands. That are in, yeah. I think I've seen makers once. Oh, yeah, something. they're all over the place. I feel like. So, I guess it goes to show but you. I guess that... they don't say number two on your Tennessee carpet. Right? <laughs> Probably not. That's pretty funny. It was, I guess, the oh, other ones God. a little bit more, I wouldn't say high class, but they're they're definitely not to that degree. Yeah, I, I'm sure I bet that has something to do with it, just like the, the taste of it, just kind of like that seems untasteful and doesn't represent the brand well. Whereas if it was just like a Jack Daniels toy, I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't care as much. But maybe they would. I don't know. I don't, Jack Daniels is that, also the cash cow. So you kind of want to protect that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Brown Foreman's number one product. So you got to protect mm -hmm. it. I understand. Totally. Totally. So Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, he signed a law into, or sorry, signed a law to keep traditional soft drinks separate from new alcohol containing crossover beverages on store shelves. So this new restriction was prompted by disruption in the alcohol beverage market as brands including Coke, Pepsi, and most recently Sunny D rolled out products containing alcohol. In some cases, the new boozy beverages, such as say Hard Mountain Dew, have been placed next to their traditional non-alcoholic counterparts on store shelves, triggering concerns about consumer confusion and competitive advantage. Under the law signed Wednesday, distributors will have to ensure that alcoholic and non-alcoholic products that share similar names Logos or packaging don't sit immediately adjacent to each other in stores. The law also requires that in-store displays of these new drinks are accompanied by clear signage, alerting shoppers that they contain alcohol. The measures were backed by Anheuser-Busch, Molson Coors, and the Virginia Beer Wholesalers Association. The industry has viewed soft drinks swerve into alcohol lane with wariness. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of on board with this one because I was in somewhere the other day and I saw the Sunny D one and I was like, man, it just looks like a canned Sunny D and like, you know, it doesn't really like scream spiked with vodka or whatever, you know, it was just kind of looked like a canned Sunny D. So I, I think this is probably a good move because, you know, the one I could see where some, I, I haven't seen the Mountain Dew ones, but right. Yeah, the, the Sunny D one that kind of, for me, it hit the nostalgia button because of oh, Sunny yeah. D, but there was somebody on TikTok that opened one up and poured it out. Do you know it's clear? 
Oh, yeah, really? all it is is oh, that's a it's bummer. It's just what is it? Vault, malt or vodka, whatever it is, and it's just orange flavoring that goes into it. It's not even actual mm. Sunny D. Well, Sunny D is probably not even orange juice either. <laughs> it's just colored, just colored orange. So it's all relative. It's probably the Sunny D in its purest form without the color, and then they just add vodka. In. Yes, exactly. So it, it's. <laughs> I like, I like what you said there. It's, it is in its purest form. But no, you're right. This is something that is probably good for consumer confusion because as these other big drinks companies are entering the alcohol beverage market that they could essentially confuse not only just people like you and I, but as well as kids and other yeah, people. Minors, exactly. Teenagers. And you have that likeness. I mean, they have, those are, those are like Coke and Pepsi. Those are globally recognized names that are known by our kids. And so you've got to do something that protects them and, and make sure you keep that delineation. I can see high schoolers and I promise officer. I thought it was regular Mountain Dew, <laughs> regular Sunny D. I didn't know it had vodka in it. Crushing cans of Sunny D. Tastes just, <laughs> tastes just like doing the do, you know, code red. And, and from our back, our last story we just did, uh, Kyle in the chat says, I've seen a puppy Van Tinkle toy before. And yes. Oh boy. That's pretty yep. good. So I've seen it before. They don't make uh, chicken dog toys or chew toys, so I'm going to – maybe that's the next way. You can go for it. Some, there's room for innovation, Ryan. <laughs> that's right. So the Ballas Brothers, they are working in partnership with Film Hub and are delighted to announce the upcoming release of their highly anticipated documentary, Fire, Water, and Grain, The Story of Empire Rye. And this is across a diverse range of channels and platforms that will be released. So get ready to raise your glasses and embark on a captivating journey into the world of Empire Rye Whiskey as the film launches on June 14th, 2023. It'll be on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, and Tubi TV with more coming soon. You can indulge your senses as fire, water, and grain transports viewers into the heart of Empire Rye's historical production process. The Ballast Brothers have expertly crafted a visually stunning masterpiece, offering a whiskey journey that tantalizes the taste buds and ignites the imagination. Prepare to be captivated by the beauty that unfolds on screen as every frame pays homage to the artistry and passion behind Empire Rye. So joining forces with an all-star cast of whiskey luminaries includes Clay Risen, of course, of the New York Times, Colin Spielman, or Spielman, what, what is it? From Kings County. I know you've talked to him before. I think it's Spielman. Okay, thank you. Uh, Ralph Arenzo, Nicole Austin from George Dickel, Carlo DeVito, he's the author of The Spirit of Rye, Alan Katz, he's the founder of New York Distilling, Christopher Breyer, Master Stiller Copper Sea, Frank Tantillo, who's a farmer, Jason Barrett, founder of Black Button Distilling, Brian McKenzie, who we all know is our main, hey. main, uh, main man over at Finger Lakes Distilling, Brendan O'Rourke, head distiller for Hudson Whiskey, and Derek Sheshelman, head distiller for Von Brunt. This documentary weaves together the expertise and passion of these whiskey connoisseurs, painting a vibrant portrait of Empire's profound impact. Sorry, Empire Rise, profound impact. Yeah, I saw this email and I was excited. I haven't had time to watch it yet. Have you? Uh, I did not see. They gave us a, a special screener link. I had not seen it, but I did take the time to watch the trailer on YouTube. Very well done. Uh, yeah, the trailer looks. Yeah, I, I hope I'm. I'm like hoping that this is going to be better than neat. I mean, don't be wrong. 
Neat was good. It got a lot of people that are into bourbon really kind of looking at it. The only thing I didn't like about Neat is that like every five seconds, there's some sort of cut to bourbon pouring out of a glass or a barrel rolling over or something like that. And it's like, like, do we need that every five seconds to keep people captivated? People like seeing that B-roll. That's man. true. Just, <laughs> you know, they love that behind the scenes stuff. But yeah, this is awesome, especially for Brian McKenzie. Obviously, we're huge Finger Lakes fans. And uh, one of our all-time most popular single barrels was an Empire Rye from Finger Lakes, episode 18. So uh, we're obviously big fans of the category. And uh, I love that it's highlighting that. It's something they can hang their hat on and be proud of and showcase you know, whiskey enthusiasts that they got some special there in New York for sure. And if you want a primer before it comes out, you can actually go and check out episode 169 of Bourbon Pursuit, where we had a podcast called The Birth of Empire Rye, where we had pretty much everybody that I just mentioned on the show to talk about Empire Rye. Pioneers. Uh, That's what we're ahead of the time. Granted, our camera work isn't near as good as theirs, but... We at least got the... Yeah, we don't have as much money. You know, we don't <laughs> but we at least got the right people together to have a discussion about it. Long, long time ago. That's right. All right. Our last news article, and this is, I guess, makes you feel good being in the bourbon industry a little bit, is that research from Yale University suggests that drinking in moderation might be a lifesaver. Having one alcoholic drink a day may lower the risk of suffering a stress-related heart attack. And this is from a new study. So one glass a day for women or up to two for men has been found to suppress... Uh, amygdala, amygdala, a, 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 amygdala, amygdala. You. I'm glad you're, you're here. So amygdala, <laughs> the region of the brain responsible for stress. The amygdala's response to triggers can fuel high levels of physiological stress, such as inflammation, which has been linked to cardiovascular disease. In a study of 50,000 people in the United States, 755, sorry, 754 of whom had brain scans and researchers at Yale University and Massachusetts General Hospital found that people who have one or two drinks a day had a lower risk of heart attacks. They also had suppressed amygdala. What was it again? Amygdala. amygdala. Thank you. <laughs> the lizard brain. Just that's the short lizard brain. Okay, cool. Um, amygdala activity, and that could reduce the risk of strokes or other cardiovascular events. And according to the study, this finding even held when the team accounted for other factors such as socioeconomic status, such as age, health, and genetics. However, NHS guidelines advise both men and women to not drink more than 14 units of alcohol a week. A large glass of wine is around three units and a pint of lager is around two. Didn't say anything about bourbon, so I guess we're in the clear. The study also found that more than 14 drinks a week increases the risk of heart attack as well as diminishing cognitive ability, while any amount of alcohol increases the risk of cancer. Well, you know, it's like eggs. One day they're terrible for you. The next day it's life-saving. You know, I don't know. Do you know. eat the but, yolk? Do you not eat the yolk? Yeah. But both sides of these studies are like, like just, there's so much to take into account for all this. Like it's hard to make claims one way or the other. And so people want to know what saves lives and they want to know what kills you. And it's like all the above. So <laughs> it's just, uh, do be smart. Drink in moderation, eat healthy, exercise. I did read that like exercise three hours a week is like a, it's more powerful than any drug in the market at like lowering cardiovascular disease, cancer, depression, all this. So get out there, run, pump up some blood, this and that. Who cares about these studies? Whatever. I'll just start off with walking, just maybe walking uphill for a little bit and that'll get me, get, will get me going. Walking's good. Yeah. Walking's, walking counts. 
and I'll take, get take your, my two and a half pound weights and kind of do my, my shimmy as I'm going. Why am I getting at medical advice? Cut me off. <laughs> get, get me out of here. Let's go ahead and put a disclaimer on this. That uh, By the way, Bourbon Pursuit does not offer legal or medical advice for anything. Nope. However, he will tell you about Roundup and all those stuff, all those side effects of that as well. <laughs> and coffee and lipstick and <laughs> makeup and anything and everything you come in contact with every day. So good luck out there. <laughs> Stay safe, live in a bubble. That's right. All right. Well, take a quick break. We'll be back with some bourbon release news. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point of sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in-line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. All right, everybody, it's bourbon release news time, and it's starting to starting to ramp up a little bit, but let's go ahead and let's dive into it. So Rabbit Hole is presenting a new release, and this is Derringer's Founders Collection Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey Finished in PX Sherry Casks. This is a limited edition bourbon that calls on historic wood from Spain to create a unique expression of the brand's award-winning Derringer Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey Finished in PX Sherry Casks. So crafted by the Cabello family of the esteemed Casknolia Cooperage in southern Spain, the historic casks that age Derringer Founders Collection are made from rare 60-year-old wood that had been used to age a succession of PX Sherry, Brandy, and PX Sherry in partnership with three of Spain's oldest and most revered producers. Derringer Founders Collection reimagines Rabbit Hole's award-winning Derringer Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey Finish in PX Sherry casks. And I swear, these names are it's too long. Through a more pronounced sherry profile, comprised of 65% corn, 25% wheat, and 10% malted barley, this cash strength offering is 102.1 proof. A total of 2,444 sequentially numbered bottles will be released for sale at the Rabbit Hole Distillery and for purchase at select retailers for a suggested retail price of $295. I've always been a fan of the Derringer. I've always liked that one. Thanks, person. That was actually one of my favorites. Solid. When they first yeah. started uh, a long time ago, I know we had 
very, very early on. I'm talking like when they first came out, when we tried a lot of stuff, it was kind of like, eh, I don't know. But this one was by far their best expression, but their whiskeys have gotten incredibly better throughout the years. Yeah, they're they're really hitting their stride now. They're at rabbit hole and stuff's starting to taste really good. So I'd be excited to try this one. For sure. I'm sure we can get a sample from someone. Yep. Uh, by the way, it was cask strength at 102.1. So I know. Uh, so it must be a hundred entry proof, right? I have no idea. But there you go. I kind of like that. <laughs> Kenny likes the hundred too. I, I don't know. I, I'm getting on this sort of like, I don't, don't be wrong. I still like my 120s to 140s when they come, but man, for almost every day kind of drinking, I'm, I'm digging that 100 to 110 sweet spot. That's sort of, oh yeah. Now. It's where it's the most balanced for yep. sure. So Heaven Hill, they are announcing the launch of Square Six Wheated Bourbon. There's a lot of wheats today. That's the latest innovation in the product to come from the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience. This is the third Square Six product exclusively at, that was created uh, and produced at the Artisanal Distillery located at 528 West Main Street in Louisville, just steps away from the site of Williams Original Distillery founded in 1783. The Square Six Weeded Bourbon is comprised of two distinct weeded bourbon mash bills, which were carefully blended post-aging. The first mash bill consists of 74% corn, 16% wheat, and 10% malted barley. And the second mash bill is 68% corn, 28% sorry, 68% corn, 20% wheat, and 12% malted barley. Unlike its predecessors in the Square Six line, which were bottled at 95 proof, this has been bottled at 105 proof. The limited release of Square Six Weeded Bourbon will be available in small quantities as a unique offering at the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience and available at select Kentucky retailers for suggested retail price of $90. All right. I haven't had the original square cut or not square cut. Square six. Square, what? square six. You thinking of pizza? I don't know why. Square cut pizzas? I am thinking of pizza. <laughs> uh, sorry, Heaven Hill. I don't mean to butcher. But, I, like, uh, I like square cut pizzas. They're delicious. Well, yeah, I do More too. crust, more uh, filling. Are they? I mean, I like. Like I jet, like like Jets. I do, dude. I love Jets. So that's uh, I okay. like that Detroit style turbo crust. Well, you get that, and I, I love like pepperoni cups when they just like kind of like form that little the little pool of grease in the middle. Mm. It's like a gosh, what's his name? And he long came, Polly, and he's like pouring the grease off, off the the pizza. I, mean, I love a long came Polly. I need to go back and and watch uh, watch it again so I could get these. These references. Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's oh, what it was, it was Rain right. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's throwing Jays. That's a great movie. I'm sure it's exactly what Heaven Hill is wanting. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if our, but, have our listeners are lost right now. Yeah, so exciting. Love to try this. We did bourbon. I'm I can't, I don't even, what is like the Larceny Old Fitz recipe? Any, or is it any of those? No. So that's the, what they try to do is they, everything that is happening at the downtown distillery is all sort of like experimental one-offs. They're not doing the same exact oh, okay. uh, yeah, recipes yeah, yeah. down I there. See. I didn't, I, I didn't know if they're blending with the original recipe. So, okay. Makes sense. I'm excited to try. And by the way, I also don't have the Larceny recipe available to me. So if somebody can go back and say, oh yeah, it is 7416 or 6820, then I'll be like, oh, okay. That makes sense. But Brilliant. Okay. There we go. Moving on. So Buffalo Trace, they're thrilled to announce the launch of Daniel Weller, an experimental line exploring the impact of different strains of wheat on its storied bourbons, inspired by and named after the trailblazer of the Weller family. Daniel Weller, who's grandfather to William LaRue Weller. So while William LaRue Weller, sorry, while William 
LaRue Weller's place in whiskey history is widely known as one of the first to sell a weeded bourbon in Kentucky. His grandfather's story has yet to be shared. So after fighting in the Revolutionary War, Daniel Weller embarked on a flatboat voyage down the Ohio River and with his wife and children, ultimately settling in Kentucky in 1794. Following in his father, Johann Weller's footsteps, who distilled rye whiskey, was used as currency in early America to barter for the economy. He soon began producing whiskey and leased his still to proprietors like Jacob Hirsch to supplement his income. However, when Daniel passed away in 1807, he left no will, requiring his son Samuel to purchase his stills and equipment to continue the family legacy, which he would ultimately pass down to his son, William LaRue, founder of W.O. Weller & Sons. The Daniel Weller experimental line is inspired by Daniel and his pioneering spirit with plans to release one limited expression every other year when each experiment is deemed ready for bottling, of course, by master distiller Harlan Wheatley. The inaugural release is made with Emmer Wheat, which is an, an ancient Egyptian grain that's rarely seen in modern day stills and mainly used to make beer and bread. Archaeologists have found evidence of Emmer Wheat domestication over 6,000 years ago and its symbol is etched into Egyptian pyramids. It was distilled in the E.H. Taylor Jr. Microstill, named after the father of modern bourbon history, which Harlan spent two years custom designing. However, this is aged for nearly 12 years, and Daniel Emmer Wheat is bottled at 94 proof and has a suggested retail price of $500. No comment. <laughs> I mean, ugh, people... Another beanie baby. To add to, <laughs> you can add another color to your shell. Yeah, I think... I like Kyle in the chats. He goes, 11 year, 94 proof Weller, $500. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than a six year uh, orange label single barrel. That's like, I guess Buffalo Trace doesn't charge that. No, they don't. Whatever. But they are charging $500 for this one, which I mean, let's, let's also look at this from a different perspective. Like, we look at this as the premiumization of American whiskey. Like what is going to take it to the next realm? How do we compete with the McCallans of the world? And maybe this is it. Like you've just got to have these one-off things that will never be like it again. And it's got, I mean, it's got double digit age statement on it for a bourbon and today's market. It's, I don't say it's rare, but it's definitely not as common. And if you don't want to pay for it, then don't pay for it. I think that's the easiest thing. And yeah, sure, we can be mad about it. But I think the the part that people don't like is, well, the green label should only cost like $19. So why, why is there a $500 one in the same line? Yeah, I'm not mad about it. I just don't want it. I mean, <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you ready to stir things up a little bit more? Let's well, do it. And that's because for Father's Day, by saying... Fire that to boring presents. Well, that dad really doesn't want maybe like, you know, grills, sets of socks, ties or whatever. Fireball is setting those predictable options ablaze by offering something to make sure that Father's Day 2023 is one to remember and introducing Fireball Dragon Reserve, the first ever limited edition bourbon barrel aged whiskey from Fireball. So Fireball Dragon Reserve has been resting in dragon charred barrels and for months in preparation for this moment of spicing up Dad's Day gifting and giving basic bourbon the boot. To help bring this historic product to market, actor, comedian, father, and professional dad joke maker, Rob Riggle was crowned for the first honorary Fireball Master Distiller role. In his obviously highly coveted role, Rob helped shape the final result of Dragon Reserve through rigorous product testing and unwavering quality control. The result, according to Master Distiller Riggle, absolute fire. 
Speaking of the Father's Day holiday on June 18th, that's also how many bottles of Dragon Reserve will be available. 618 bottles. Fireball Dragon Reserve will be available in select states at dragonreserve.fireballwhiskey.com for $20 beginning at 11 a.m. Eastern on June 16th, and bottles will be sold on a first-come, first-served basis. Is it April Fool's or National Bourbon Yeah, actually, I, I remember distillerytrail.com came out with and they said, warning, this is not an April Fool's joke. <laughs> mm, gotcha. Well, no comment. No comment again. <laughs> I mean, yep. is it a marketing gimmick? Absolutely. Is it fun? Sure. It's fun as well. You got to remember, this is the this is the engine that pulls the train for Sazerac is Fireball. So there's not going to be, there's going to be a huge shortage of, of these bottles that come out. I mean, maybe you can grab your blends while you grab one of these in line too. Mm, I think you have a better luck of getting. I think they'll get. I actually both. think you better luck getting Blantons than you do of this. That's probably true. <laughs> I can't. This dragons was it dragon barrels? I no, it was. Was it uh, called? It was in rusting and dragon charred barrels. I, you know, they're just basically. Oh, I know it's, uh, but it's called Fireball it's, Dragon it's, Reserve. Yeah, it is funny, I, I, I guess. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good story. That's why I like it. And I don't know if you saw any of the the videos with uh, Rob Riggle. By the way, he's a hilarious comedian. So just go and check it out and you'll see exactly why I, I thought it was pretty hilarious too. Okay, I'll okay. check it out. All right. Maybe. Probably not. Well, there we go, you curmudgeon. That's the end of this week in <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's, that's it, it man <laughs> that's it and that, oh well so that's i figured i ended on a high note i thought the rest of the show was great you know <laughs> as soon as we start talking about sazerac products ryan just starts looking away and starts losing focus that's i'm excited for the weekend <laughs> so everybody have a great weekend hope you had a good national uh bourbon day had some bourbon and uh yeah we'll get some good good stuff coming and that's all I have to say about okay, that. Okay, there we go. And a <laughs> few words. I think you might only be like 85% recovered from Palooza at this point. Yeah, I'm still on the struggle all bus. Right. Well, I, I have waves where I feel like 100 and then it's like, uh, bring it back, come back down. Depends on my caffeine level. We got to get you back in and get your espressos every morning. That's right. Need more caffeine. Well, like I said, that's going to do what? it for this week in bourbon. And to echo Ryan's statement, hope everybody has a great weekend. And we'll be seeing you all soon. And make sure you pay attention to all the announcements that we do have. Love to be able to see you in the cities that we're traveling in and the events that we're going to be a part of as well. But with that, cheers, everybody. We'll see you next time. Toodles. Toodles.